Good morning and welcome to the Lakers Lowdown. I'm Anthony Irwin. Today on the show, the Lakers officially introduced Patrick Beverly. Darvin Ham had some things to say about Beverly and Russell Westbrook. Westbrook was in attendance for it. So, you know what? We have some stuff to talk about. A little time had passed between the Lakers uh, trading for Patrick Beverly and then now officially announcing him. My guess is they were hoping to have moved Russell Westbrook before this press conference um, so that no questions would be asked about uh, Russell Westbrook and the pairing of, of Patrick Beverly and that the focus could be on Beverly or whoever it is that the Lakers finally uh, or eventually acquire uh, Westbrook for or acquire for Westbrook, however you want to say it. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I think the, the pause here, look, partially because of end of August slash beginning of September schedules. This isn't something that needed to be done right away. Uh, but it was long enough to get people asking like, hey, are they going to answer questions? Um, and this is usually how Rob Palenka handles stuff. He tries to stay out of uh, the news and out of uh, headlines, so long as those headlines aren't going to be positive. And then as soon as those headlines turn around, there he is uh, ready and available to answer questions about said positive headlines. As there hasn't been one yet, um, I, I think that's where that pause partially came from. Other than that, though, I thought it was a pretty run-of-the-mill press conference. Patrick Beverly said and did some things that again, are going to come with the territory here. That's how. That's who Patrick Beverly is. He went so far as to say uh, that LeBron James and Anthony Davis will be playing with him because he was the, the person who made the playoffs last year. Um, hilariously, that's not a fake quote. That is a real quote that he gave. Uh, he and Russell Westbrook dapped it up. Um, and I have some thoughts on, on that portion of the proceedings. I think all this can be true. One, that Russell Westbrook and the Lakers are trying to put their their you know best foot forward um, in an otherwise awkward situation. Right? He knows that he doesn't want to be there. The Lakers know that he probably doesn't want to be there, and he knows that if the Lakers had their choice, he wouldn't be there. And, <laughs> and so like, it's just, it's a super awkward situation that sometimes happens um, in a professional community where, or, or in any kind of a relationship where everybody kind of is, is cognizant of the fact that their time together has come to an end. And now it's just a matter of finding the, the most painless or least painful exit out of this. Uh, and, and, that's where everybody kind of find themselves right now. And look, the Lakers have been trying to put a face out there that that is confident and welcoming for Westbrook. Um, they have done everything that they possibly can to say that if he is on the roster come training camp, that they will they they look forward. Darvin Ham looks forward to creating a rule role for him, um, and and they look forward to building on the disaster that was last season. There's only up to go from there, right? And yet, you only have to do those things so long as you continue to try to move the guy, which they are trying to do. Um, the Lakers have been in contact with the Utah Jazz for upwards of now a week and a half. 
Um, they're they're in this kind of weird game of chicken where the Jazz are saying it's going to take both picks. The Lakers are saying we don't want to give up both picks. Fine, you, you don't want to give up both picks. You're not going to get a very inspiring package in return. But wait, we want a inspiring <laughs> package in return, uh, but for only the one pick. And they're just going to keep playing this game of chicken where where whoever blinks first is going to walk away from those negotiations feeling slightly better about themselves. But at the end of the day, uh, the reason that Russell Westbrook was there for Darvin Ham's presser, the reason he was there for this one here, is because everybody there understands the tenor of the proceedings. That Everybody there is, is, is painfully aware of the fact that they don't want to continue this working relationship any further. So uh, kudos to Russ. It is a very professional move on his part to be there for Darvin Ham's presser and then also be there for this one um, with somebody who he clearly doesn't like very much. Uh, it's 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 a testament to the person that Russell Westbrook is. And, and by the way, I've always said, as a dude, Russ seems perfectly fine like he did you know i'm not probably the guy i have a ton in common with we probably wouldn't hang <laughs> away from basketball or whatever but but good family man good husband good father all of those things done does a ton of great work in 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 his communities um and and here is being very professional with both ham and with beverly uh it's just that Neither he nor the Lakers really want to work together anymore. So they're doing whatever they can to make the situation make the situation one where they aren't forced into a move that is uh, going to set the Lakers back or not make a difference moving forward for for the players that remain after Russ is moved. But f- for right now, it, you know the, the his presence there while. It was a, a nice thing to see him support somebody who could be his teammate. It was cool to see that. It, it was also just kind of awkward, I guess. Uh, and, and, and awkward in a way that is, is pretty clear at this point that nobody there is really all that interested in continuing to work moving forward. All that said... We are still waiting for some more noise as it pertains to what Russ eventually gets moved for. Um, There is a report out from Mark Stein that said that uh, the Lakers are adamant that they will not John Wall Russell Westbrook if if Russ is on the roster. Uh, So that kind of limits your ability to hold this guy to account, which makes me a little nervous. Uh, But but yeah, I, I think basically the situation they're in right now is the or the the uh, offers at this point have not been particularly inspiring and certainly not inspiring enough for them to feel like they should give up both of their first round picks. I personally think the Indiana trade is is perfectly fine. It's the kind of deal I I wanted the Lakers to to make where they get a useful player, they get a marginally useful player, and then if they have to take on long term money that long-term money eventually becomes another way that they can be flexible in the future. That's That was my, my I don't know, that would have checked all the boxes being realistic in looking at the Russell Westbrook situation. Uh, but apparently the Lakers don't see it that way, and they are continuing to wait. And look, the Lakers don't open camp 
for another few weeks. Uh, they do not open these mini camps apparently for another few days at least. And until that point, the you know the Lakers are are, are going to continue to field offers. And and I would imagine that we'll get some some movement here in the next week or so, um, one way or the other, where the Lakers just come out and say, "Fine, Russ is off of the the table. We are moving forward with the team that we have," or they move him. One thing that needs to be said here, though, if the Lakers are in fact done, if they don't find a trade for Russell Westbrook here, this roster is a disaster. There are way too many guards. They moved one of their few two-way wings to bring in another guard. Um, and and there isn't enough shooting to provide enough spacing for LeBron and Anthony Davis to really work at their optimal levels. I think with Patrick Beverly being there, it is a better roster than last year. Though Patrick Beverly isn't exactly young. And if, he sees, uh, if we see any decline in, in his game, then... This roster could be worse than last year's. It is different in, in, in other ways, right, where it is certainly more uh, athletic. It's definitely younger. The guys that are out there are probably going to care a little bit more than some of the guys that we saw play last year. But also, it's worse in other ways, where there isn't a, a, a player as talented as Malik Monk out there. We still don't know if Kendrick Nunn is going to be available at, on opening night. They're saying that that he's doing individual workouts, but the fact that he's not doing any teamwork, uh, that's not ideal, given that we haven't seen this guy play for, I don't know, what feels like 87 years. So, yeah, I if this is indeed the Lakers roster here moving forward, um, Rob Polink has got to get fired flat out. He didn't do his job this offseason. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of the Lakers Lowdown. Uh, make sure you check out, I believe it was Sabrina and Raj. They're going to react a little later tonight to some of uh, Patrick Beverly's press conference and and how they felt watching that from afar. Um, and then we have the Taco Tuesday guys recording on Wednesday. And then from there on out, we have your regularly scheduled uh, order of events. So until then, and until I talk to you guys next, I'm Anthony Irwin saying have a good one.